NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang is the most in-demand, most popular figure in tech this year. Can he continue his reign into 2024? It's Wednesday, November 29th. Welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. I'm Deirdre Bosa. And I'm Mark Gilbert. Jensen Huang has been everywhere this year. And today, the next everywhere. stop on his tour, <laughs> he made an appearance at DealBook in New York City today, D. He spoke about a lot of different topics, um, the China export restriction, supply chain, but it was really, you know, the soundbite where he talked about how artificial intelligence and in particular generative AI is just changing everything. And it was fascinating to hear from him because he's pretty much, you know, the spokesperson for AI this year. The only other person that comes close is Sam Altman, but I imagine he might be a little quieter, at least for the next few weeks or months. So this is what this is what Huang said. He said every aspect of the computer has fundamentally changed. Everything from networking to the switching to the way that computers are designed to the chips and selling all the software that sits on top of it and the methodology that all pulls it together. He says that essentially there's been a complete reinvention of the whole computer industry and we're in a brand new generation of computing. I mean, we've heard language like this, Gilbert, throughout the year, but to hear him put it succinctly like this and say multiple, multiple times in that discussion with our colleague, Andrew Ross Sorkin at DealBook was was kind of, it was interesting. And it was like, wow, we're here. And he was flanked by just such important business leaders and politicians. Uh, the vice president was there, Jamie Dimon. I mean, as is every year, just an insane rundown of yeah, people Andrew, that Andrew, Andrew does a good job every year. And he said the great observation that we made, he said it includes a chip, but it's not about that chip. A point that we've made many times, Gilbert, it's not just the chip. It's not just the G- GPU. It's the ecosystem. Right. I mean, as Ben Thompson's newsletter put it this morning, we both like Ben Thompson a lot. He who controls the GPUs controls the universe, which I think is an interesting statement to make right now, especially, you know, as you've, we've talked about that, you know, when you look back at the the internet revolution that happened 20 or 30 years ago, you, if you thought the winners were the people who controlled the hardware and it was, you know, Cisco and, and IBM, mm-hmm. it turned out not to be right. And that the, the and software I- stack that, that people built on top of their, that hardware ended up being the, the valuable piece of the ecosystem. Right. And when I first read that, I thought, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Where does it come from? I had to scratch my head and think about it. Dune. You've seen the movie. Of course. Right, Gilbert? Yes. So the original quote is, he who controls the spice controls the universe. And the stakes are so high in that movie, right? It's just such an epic, such a journey. Everything is bigger, more important. And it's an interesting analogy to what we're seeing right now in generative AI, which, as Huang said, is just going to change everything. Um, so that said, Huang himself is just, he's so indispensable. And he has been absolutely everywhere. He was in Washington to speak with lawmakers. He was in Taiwan earlier this week to meet with suppliers. And he was on stage at every major mega cap cloud and AI keynote this year, the hyperscalers, right? The ones that are leading this whole shift, or at least trying to. He was at Google Cloud Next in August, Microsoft Ignite in November, Amazon's AWS reInvent, which was just yesterday. And I can't imagine that guy, I mean, has had much rest this year. He's been on a plane. He's been at all of these events because it helps them out. 
Right. And I think there's sort of two dynamics that we can talk about happening here, right? One, getting a little help from NVIDIA and having Jensen Huang be on stage with you gives you more credibility and sizzle to those efforts. Um, and amid the shortage that's happening among GPUs, uh, you know, it helps to show that your cloud business is adjacent and, you know, have access to the actual man himself, right? Right. You need to say, we've got the GPUs, we can do this, even though, by the way, they're all developing their own chips, they're still people want. Well, that's the second. Yeah, I feel like that's the second interesting dynamic, right? Yeah, Um, especially at Amazon, because it's not unusual at all for companies to show other CEOs at their events. I think back to Tim Cook and Bob Iger, but Jensen Huang being at Amazon's AWS presentation, that kind of underlying that is a particularly interesting dynamic. It comes amid speculation of growing friction between the two companies. Amazon has been pushing its own in-house AI chips, while NVIDIA is moving on to Amazon's turf, offering cloud computing services of its own. We've been reporting on both dynamics, but let's take the first one, pushing its own in-house chips. I thought it was interesting because on the last Amazon earnings call, CEO Andy Jassy came on. He kind of made a little dig. He said that, oh, our Amazon in-house AI chips, they're available, <laughs> right. where we know it is so hard to get a hold of NVIDIA's chips. There's just so much scarcity around it because demand is so high and supply is low. And you also have Microsoft, right? I mean, you, you talk about the other one. It, Microsoft is the other company that Amazon competes with so directly in terms of cloud. And uh, Microsoft is building its own in-house silicon to you know directly compete with, with NVIDIA and, and support uh, you know, the open AI investment. Yeah. And that's not to forget Google as well with its TPUs has been working on this for a long time. So it puts them in this interesting dynamic of them being frenemies. They still need each other, right? Because of, for NVIDIA, those three players, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google are the cloud giants. That has essentially what's made their CapEx and all the spending they're doing in combination with many others, but particularly them, has led to these blowout results in terms of revenues and guidance for NVIDIA all year, which has more than tripled the stock. Well, I imagine, you know, there's some a sort of dynamic happening there, right? Where, you know, Jensen Huang is happy to speak at their conference because basically, uh, you know, he's getting billions of dollars of revenue from these companies, um, you know, and they, they need Jensen Huang, but Jensen Huang is, is you know, happy to uh, cash the checks from these giant cloud companies that, you know, that are coming in the door. It reminds me a little bit too of our discussion about why mega cap tech is investing in startups like OpenAI and Anthropic, right? The reasons are sort of, they're twofold or manyfold, right? They want a stake in these companies that are building the next generation of technology, but then it also comes back to them in the form of revenue because those companies need that compute power. And all of this is to say is that this generative AI arms race is creating new competition, new alliances across technology, and we are still not sure how it will shake out. And even the companies themselves seems like they're not sure, right? Because they're making all of these alliances even when they're uncomfortable, just in case, pretty much. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of hedging and that and that Huang, Jensen Huang and NVIDIA, um, you know, are seen as sort of early winners. And that as these challengers, indisputably, yeah, indisputably, and as these challengers sort of pile up, uh, you know, who are who are going to be the ones who 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 uh, you know who make alliances with Nvidia, and who are going to be the ones who try to sort of stake out on their own. 
And remember, too, how the landscape shook out and still is shaking out in terms of the mobile shift, right? You had Apple versus Qualcomm. You had iOS versus Android. Um, you then later on, just in recent years, Apple changing the whole landscape for Meta, right, by changing its privacy controls, upending it. So that is certainly going to play out in the years ahead with generative AI. And it's fascinating to look at how it's developing in these very early stages. I mean, we haven't even talked about his leather coat yet. <laughs> Fantastic leather coat. I mean, he's got a signature, like right. If Steve Jobs had the signature, had the signature look, Jensen has the the signature on stage leather jacket that he wears. You know, when we were deciding on our story this morning, um, our fantastic Tech Check producer, Laura Batchelor, she said something that made me laugh and just latch on to. She said, Jensen's, you know, the most popular boy in tech right now. And I thought that's exactly it. And that was really the inspiration for today's segment is that we even thought about whether we could make like a high school photo, right? You keep the leather jacket and, you know, everything about him just kind of exudes coolness right now. Well, I'm also thinking there's that photo a couple, uh, I think this year of him shopping at a night market in, uh, in Taiwan. And it's yes. like, you know, he's the CEO and founder of one of the most valuable companies in the world. And he was just, you know, looking at looking at vegetables at night in uh, in Taiwan. And that was that was a, uh, you know, that a lot of that stuff is planned. But I think that does does well to sort of cast him as a as a uh, likable figure. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's so candid as well. I've, I've, you know, moderated panels with him on it in the past, and I appreciate his candor. And even today, you know, him and Andrew had a discussion about what happened at OpenAI. Um, and Sam Altman. And he had this comment, I'm sure glad that NVIDIA got its corporate governance straightened out in the early days, because I'm not sure what would have happened. And he kind of feels like that wise sage in the space, which is why he continues to sort of act as that that wise spokesman for the era. And, you know, on that note, too, he talked about some of the risks and the dangers that have taken up a lot of the air in the room over the last few weeks, um, especially since all the drama at OpenAI. So anyways, it was good ground setting for what's to come, especially thinking about next year, which we actually have to make a quick mention of as well, Mark, because <laughs> the other side of this story, sure, Jensen Huang is the most popular figure in tech right now. But you know what they say, the wind blows strongest at the peak. <laughs> All things have gone right for NVIDIA and Jensen Huang. And there's been a few cracks showing in recent weeks, right? There's those export controls to China, a lot of uncertainty still there. There's more competition coming down the pike. You've got AMD and you've got all these mega caps with their own chips. And you've got a more than 200% gain this year, a tripling of NVIDIA shares. That is going to be extremely tough to repeat. Yeah. I mean, I, I for, fortunes can turn quick, and you think about who the previous most popular people in tech are, and you think about you know Sam Bankman-Fried or you know Sam Altman, right? Speaking of, I don't, I know, I know that you are gearing up, Mark Galbert, for your wedding at the end of this week. Thank you. So I'm not sure how active you've been. We'll have a whole conversation about that later, so stay tuned. Um, the music that Gilbert plays at his wedding. I'll be judging your playlist <laughs> uh, carefully, um, but I don't know how active you've been on. Twitter or X these last few days, but there's some, you know, funny conversation going around the Forbes 30 under 30, right? <laughs> another, another good example of that. Yes. How you can be on top, how you can be on the cover of Forbes 30 under 30 and notoriously have such a fall from grace. We're, we're, I'm not making that comparison. I'm just saying that it's hard. It's hard at the peak. It's hard to be number one. Yeah. expectations. Don't but this it. week, Mark Gilbert, you're number one. Thank got you. a, got a wedding to look it. forward to still doing the pod 
as you're gearing up for it. So yeah, I'll be off for a you. couple of days, um, but you'll still you'll still be there, and then I'll be back uh, next week. All right, great. We'll see you then.